Welcome to the Entrepreneur's Cafe, where master business coach Erica Ross Krieger and her special guests teach you how to create true entrepreneurial wealth from the inside out. Grab your favorite podcast beverage and get ready for the Entrepreneur's Cafe. Now here's your host, Erica Ross Krieger. Welcome to the cafe, wealthies. Grab a cup of something yummy, sit back and prepare to be inspired. And get ready for a fairly longer episode than I usually do when it's just me doing a monologue, because I have a lot to talk about today. Our topic is five surefire ways that you block your own success and the remedies that you can use to bust through them. I'm sure that if we sat and had a conversation and I said to you, how do you block your own success? You could probably come up with a whole litany of ways that you routinely do so. Even if you are one of the more successful entrepreneurs on the planet, you have some ways that you know that are your sort of fallback go-to ways you occasionally might get in your own way. The idea is this. When you're interested in your own success, you dream a lot, you wish a lot, you hope a lot, you focus on the roadblocks in your way, and you'll figure that you'll achieve that next layer of success someday. In fact, you don't even see that you're the one who actually puts up the roadblocks. But when you're committed to your success, as opposed to just interested in it, You see clearly that the roadblocks are of your very own making. You breathe, you do what I call and what psychologist Rick Carson calls simply notice what you're doing. And in that moment of witnessing what you're doing, you actually activate what Rick Carson calls the Zen theory of change. Now, I'm going to start with this even before I get into the roadblocks because it's important to make note of. The Zen theory of change in Rick's description is this. I imprison myself not by trying to be free, but by simply noticing how I am imprisoning myself in the very moment I am imprisoning myself. What I mean by that is get wise to your roadblock habits, my friends. Get clear and get wise to the top five ways that you block success. And I'm going to put out a big guess here that in my estimation anyway, that these are the top five ways and that you indulge in one, if not more of them. So block number one, and then I'll go back, by the way, and talk about the remedy for each one. Block number one is acting from current reality. Now, unless there's a fire burning in the building and you need to get the hell out of the building, acting from current reality is not serving you. It's actually true for all of us, for entrepreneurs who want a full client load, but instead are focused on how their businesses don't have the clients they want or they're focused on what isn't happening, or they're making marketing efforts in a state of panic and scarcity and working like crazy to get more clients because that's really what they're focusing on because their external current reality says there's not enough. Rather than acting in a different way, and that is the remedy. 
So actually, why don't I do this? Why don't I give you the remedy for each block as we go? So the remedy for this is say this. I want you to pay attention to the state that you do want. To specifically what you want and to summon the feelings of you want in the here and now. As if it's already happening. Otherwise, you're going to get swept up by the influence of that which is around you in your senses right now. Again, it's not appropriate in the case of acute physical problems that require immediate medical attention or jumping out of a burning building. But by and large, I want you to every day act as if that state you want is already in existence. You already have more clients. Now, how would you act today? And you might say, oh, I'd sit on the couch and I'd be lazy and I'd eat bonbons and I wouldn't do a thing. Now, I don't think so. Actually, if you had all the clients that you wanted and you were feeling really excited about it, your whole demeanor would shift, right? I can tell you, you, your posture would be different. Your breathing would be different. You'd have a smile on your face. When people talk to you, they would feel your joy, not your scarcity. So the remedy is to act from the desired state as if it's happening right now. And when you act from that state, you're acting from ease and grace when you do take action, not from scarcity. So you can take five short minutes maybe before you fall asleep at night. You can take five short minutes in the moment, in the morning, and in the moment, go ahead and just take five minutes and imagine that current state of reality is right here, right now. Do so until you can actually feel the peace, the joy, the calm, the exhilaration, or whatever feelings you imagine that that desired state's going to evoke for you. Right there, right where you're lying there before bed or in the morning when you first get up or before you get out of bed. That state is going to become more familiar and replace the feelings of scarcity when you begin to consciously and consistently cultivate the feelings of the desired state already existing. I could stop right here because that is the primary roadblock for most of us, but I'm not. I'm going to go on. Block number two is using irresponsible semantics. So when you habitually say things like, I can't, or I never, or I always, or I don't have enough time for all that, as if it's the truth, and you repeat it, you give yourself a dose of self-hypnosis, right? Into believing what you're saying. Now, 99% of the time, unless, again, there's an actual physical obstruction or limitation, These are not true statements. They're lies of your inner saboteurs. And many of you have heard me talk about that before. What lies from your saboteurs are you believing? And they come out of your mouth, usually following the words, I can't, or I never, or there's not enough time for whatever follows. That is usually a lie of the saboteur. And that is major way you block yourself. And what's the remedy? I want you to develop the habit of using responsible semantics. Do it this week. Just adopt one of the following statements and put it into practice for the next week or so. 
up to 21 days. Instead of saying I can't, say I choose not to. Or say, until now, I love those two power words. I never blah, blah, blah. Until now. Or instead of saying I don't have enough time for something, say until now, I've not made the time for something. Then it becomes you taking responsibility for what you didn't make a priority and what you didn't take time for. Not that there isn't enough time. So responsible semantics and the remedy is adopt some responsible semantics. Say I choose not to instead of I can't. Block number three, big block, big block for entrepreneurs is acting like the Lone Ranger. Somewhere along the way, you might have adopted the attitude that you as an entrepreneur would tough it out or go it alone or prove that you could get it done the way that you want it done or do it faster or show the world you're capable and competent if you do it all yourself. It really doesn't matter why you began the route of the Lone Ranger (laughs) or what's behind the habit of acting in a vacuum or what saboteur is whispering in your ear. What does matter is that you realize that successful entrepreneurs use a team. I don't know where I'd be without my team. I am not in this by myself. You hear me on this podcast and this microphone, but you want to know there's so much behind me and underneath me. There's, you know, all kinds of support people and admin people and turnkey podcast productions and my virtual assistant, the wind beneath my wings. I don't do it by myself. I don't want you to do it by yourself. So here's the remedy for acting like a lone ranger. Call on all the members of your team and lean into them. And if your asking for help muscles are a bit atrophied, well, put them to work. Start with the team that you already have. And believe me, you do have a team. You just not, might not be seeing it that way. Your children, your spouse, your partner, your friend, your bookkeeper, your business coach, your CPA, even your online Twitter, Facebook, Instagram community, that's your team. That's what your team looks like right now. Then lean into it and put those little used or atrophied muscles to work and either delegate or ask for something from someone on your team in the next 24 hours. Ready? Go. So you can make a conscious choice to expand your team soon enough, but I want you right now to lean into the one that you have. And if that just means taking account right now of where your team is and knowing that you have one, then make that list. You're listening to me on this podcast. I'm part of your team, right? You listen to these once a week. That's part of your team. That's supporting you somehow. How can you lean in? Lean in here to me. Send me an email. Listen to another episode. Send me an email with an idea that you have or a question that you have that you want me to answer. Lean in. All right, ready? Block number four is relying solely on logic and ignoring ignoring your intuition. 
relying solely on logic and ignoring your intuition. I'd say it this way. We're multidimensional and multilayered beings. We're gifted with brains and neurology that we haven't even begun to tap, appreciate, or use. And in this culture, we've learned and become really good at relying on logic and left brain strength. But that's also where the saboteurs live. For many generations and for many of us, we have let our intuition and our right brain muscles get lazy. And we've actually even relegated them to sort of a less important status. But the power of intuition and your right brain gifts are amazing resources that you may well be neglecting. And it's way more than just your right brain. I'm simplifying things here. If you take my advanced course on mental fitness, you'll understand the full neuroscience behind this idea of the saboteur brain and the sage brain. But the remedy for relying solely on logic and ignoring your intuition is exactly what you think. It's to start building your intuition muscles, to start building your inner sage muscles. Go ahead and suspend judgment and doubt for 10 minutes, I dare you. And one of the ways to do that is go get two fresh sheets of paper and a pen. Claim some quiet time. Shut the ringer off your phone, shut off the computer notifications, any other alarms you've got, and get information from something that is inanimate, an inanimate object. Choose a business question that you want answered right now by someone very wise. And maybe the question, and I want you to be really specific, and you're going to write the question down on one of those sheets of paper and set it aside. An example question might be, what do I need to do or know to forward my business this year? Or what makes the most sense for me from a marketing standpoint? Or what do I need to let go of? Or what content do I need to create? Put that aside on that one sheet of paper. And now take a nice deep breath. Close your eyes. What I want you to do is imagine that your business itself has a voice. You're going to animate your business. And then you're going to write as if the voice of the business is responding to that very question. And if you really want to up the ante, go ahead and write with your non-dominant hand, not the computer. Obviously, if this is a physical disability or challenge for you and you're going to have to dictate it, then do that. But if you can write and you can write with your hand, I want you to use pen and paper. If you can even go further and write with your non-dominant hand, when I say go, I want you to begin writing as if the business itself were answering that question. And don't lift your pen or pencil from the page for a solid 10 minutes. So it might sound something like this from your business. It might say, whatever your name is, but in my case, Erica, you're doing great. You're doing extremely well. I'm happy with how you've managed me as your business and you've grown me. I want you to create more information products to fatten my bottom line. I want you to create a card deck. I want you to 
take your podcast and do it twice a week. I want you to rest for a full month every year on a vacation so that we can do even more great work in the world. Got it? Got the idea? So your business is going to talk to you. My business, I'm just going to, for right now, say my business's name is Sage. So Sage is going to talk. I want your business to talk to you. And if you don't believe me that this technique works, I'm just going to say, try it. I've written an entire book this way and I've grown a thriving business doing the exact same. So I want you to try it now and strengthen your intuition muscles. Just ready, set, go and don't overthink it. And that is the remedy to relying solely on logic and ignoring your intuition. Just let that part of you have a voice. Block number five, worrying about what others will say. Yep. That one is the most sure-fired block for any entrepreneur to fail. Trust me, I know. So I want you to memorize this quote from the author, Dan Millman, who wrote the book, The Way of the Peaceful Warrior, and many, many other books. And Dan Millman's quote goes like this. You cannot listen to the God of your heart while you're busy monitoring the God of opinion. When Dan first said that to me more than 30 years ago, I soaked it in like a sponge. It's my go-to quote when I find myself tied up in knots and not moving forward because I'm worrying about opinions. What are others going to think? What are they going to think about the podcast? What are they going to think about my newsletter? What are they going to think about the price I'm offering on a certain course, right? All the worry, worry, worry. Remember that quote works like magic. And if I catch myself worshiping opinions rather than the God of my heart, I take a deep breath. I recall the quote and I march forward. So now it's your turn. Write down Dan's quote. I'll say it again. You cannot listen to the God of your heart while you're busy monitoring the God of opinion. And then put it on a sticky note or a yellow post-it by your computer, by your mirror. I don't care. Get a tattoo. Get one on your arm so you can see it every day. Put it in your phone. Ask Siri to remind you the quote throughout the day. Whatever works. Just remind you to tune into your heart and tune out the noise of opinions. Those are saboteurs, my friend. It's your time now. It's time to shift from being interested in your success to being committed to your success, however you define it. It's time to get out of your way, time to remove the roadblocks, and time to come to life more fully. The world is eager for you to do that. I'm eager for you to do that. I'd like you to join me in my private Facebook group, The Entrepreneur's Cafe. I'll put that link in the show notes. And I also, if you haven't done so, be sure you download my free Entrepreneur's Wealth Kit and mini course. You get that by going to ericarosscoach.com forward slash toolkit. There's one other thing you can do, and this is a big, bold step. And I will bet big money that max out of all of you in 10 different countries who are listening to this, At the most, out of all my listeners, two of you are going to take me up on this. Let's see if I'm right or if I'm wrong. And I'm not wedded to being right, by the way. 
I'd love it for all of you to do it. What I want you to do is to go to ericarosscoach.com forward slash assessment. And what it's going to do is it's going to take you to my partner, Sherzad Shamin's website, actually. And you're going to take the free saboteur assessment there. And then what you're going to do is forward me the email that you get from Sherzad with your saboteur results. You're going to forward it to my email, tapwitherica at gmail.com. And I will get back to you and we will set up a free 20-minute consultation where we're going to discuss your saboteurs and how they are further contributing to your roadblocks. And I will tell you, this is where you like pull up your big girl pants, your big boy pants, and you do exactly that. And you take a look at what the saboteurs are and you reach out onto your team and you lean into them. Your team being me at this point. And you lean in and you ask me to give you some input on how you're sabotaging yourself. Because right on the other side of that is a whole world that opens up with how you can be guided by your inner sage. So I'm going to leave you with that for today. I know it sounded like a lot of preaching, but I'm really sincere in saying that I want you to get over the roadblocks come to life more fully, awaken your sage. Always remember, wealthy, that success is in your nature and true wealth starts from the inside out. All of the information from today's show will be in the show notes, including links to all the different things I mentioned, as well as the free saboteur assessment. I look forward to speaking with you next week. I look forward to seeing with more than two of you reach out to me. And I look forward to continuing our conversation in future weeks as well. Until then, and until we meet, be well. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to the Entrepreneur's Cafe podcast. If you like the show, please rate, recommend, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts, so we can spread the positivity and the love of entrepreneuring from the inside out. Until next time, my friends, listen to your big entrepreneurial heart. Follow your passion, take that inspired action, and be boldly and brilliantly you. You can get more valuable advice and inspiration from Erica's free Entrepreneur's Toolkit over at ericarosscoach.com forward slash toolkit.